Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. So today I'm just going to go through a bit of news uh, from this week. Uh, I haven't done an episode uh, since last Sunday, I believe. I just previewed the uh, women's team win over Geelong. So today I will just go through a bit of news. Uh, I recently did an episode on top five things I I want to see in 2022. Um, Today I'm going to do the top five things I don't want to see in 2022. So... These are just as important as those other ones. And I'll also um, talk about the keys to beating the Crows this week um, for the girls. So it's obviously going to be a big challenge going up to Adelaide. Um, It's going to be, yeah, I mean, you're playing probably uh, the best team in the competition and probably the best team in the competition since its inception, really. They've they've won two premierships. Uh, We're red-hot favourites, in the grand finals last year until they got knocked over. So, you know, they've got uh, a lot to prove this year that they, they still are um, right up there and, you know, obviously want to go one better and uh, try and win a premiership this year. They, they were very strong last week against Brisbane too. So that um, so I'll just go through the keys uh, to beating the Crows. I was supposed to do an episode with an Adelaide Crows uh, AFLW supporter, but that looks like it's fallen through at this stage. Um, if it... If he does come on, I will do another episode, whether that's tomorrow or Sunday or so, or, or or something like that. But um, I will let you know anyway, and I'll I'll, I'll uh, put it in my feed so you do get that episode. So, anyways, moving forward, we will go to the latest news. So I just found this out that uh, Lexi Hamilton will debut this week. She's a key position. Uh, player or ruckman i think she's more of a ruckman uh she only joined the club a few weeks ago um with the long-term injury to alicia king that uh she's come in to onto the onto the club list and that was about three weeks ago and she's already um in line to debut this week the club has already said i mean i think the teams will come out tomorrow night i'm gonna guess around five or six o'clock that's when they usually do just before uh the games so she will debut tomorrow which probably means that uh rennie uh probably won't be playing this week she did suffer a concussion um or possible concussion last sunday towards the end of the game going for a big mark where she landed uh, very awkwardly so it doesn't look like she she'll be up otherwise i would but otherwise i'd be surprised if um yeah, she, Lexi Hamilton would have got a game um, if if Rennie is playing. So that's probably just a straight swap. Uh, Hamilton goes into the ruck and maybe pinch hits forward uh, if Emma King goes in the ruck. So uh, they probably want to keep that structure as well, uh, playing uh, Emma King as that as that uh, tall target up forward and just having little spells in the ruck as well. So they probably just want to keep that structure this week. So, yeah, that's... Um, that's good news for Lexi. Just recently come to the club. I only played one game at Gold Coast. I think that was a couple of years ago now, or maybe last year. So, and, and quite early. So, yeah, um, it's uh, fantastic news for her. Uh, the boys did come back to training this week. Uh, early this week, I think it was Monday. It's been a very hot week. So, um, you know, looking at the Instagram um, like photos. Sorry, I just got a phone call in. Uh, it was a telemarketer. Um, yeah, so just looking at uh, photos, they, they look like they've been working hard and uh, working up a bit of a sweat. So very hot day. 
yeah, not very hot day. Um, very hot days uh, have been in Melbourne this week, mostly in the, in the early 30s. Uh, to high 20s, uh, the temperature. So, yeah, working up a bit of a sweat. So, yeah, I mean, they did uh, do some photos of some news uh, in the, over the Christmas period. I, I think Luke McDonald uh, got engaged and a few other boys um, were pretty much uh, spending a bit of time together and having a few drinks, which is nothing wrong with that. That's uh, that's that's what you want to see. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much the latest news. No, no injuries to report at this stage uh as far as uh, pre-season training goes, so that's that's really good. I mean, before you know it, uh, the pre-season games will be here, so that's only a month or so away. So, yeah, no, it's uh, starting to build up a bit now. Uh, anyways, I will move forward to the top five things I don't want to see in 2022. So, number one, I don't want to see a number... I mean, you're probably going to get this with a young team, maybe one or two, but I don't want to see four or five uh, smashings by 80-plus points. I mean... It's sort of uh, you, looking last year, we um, we struggled early, you know, like uh, the Western Bulldogs game in uh, a Good Friday, and even uh, a couple of others where, where they were convincing losses. Yeah, we don't want to see a, a continuation. We, we want to see more competitive games. I mean, there's going to be the odd blowout, like you know, eight to ten goals. We we kind of expect that, at, you know, with a young rebuilding team. But as long as there's not uh, four or five of them, we, we want to be competitive, and we want to see uh, signs of progression rather than regression as far as um, point uh, point smashings go. Uh, yeah, look. Early last year, I think our percentage was really poor. I think after round three, it was in the 30s or 40s or something like that. So, yeah, we kind of want to, yeah, we kind of want to eliminate those smashes. I mean, if you get one or something like that, then then so be it. You know, you you can can, um, get injuries during the course of a game and playing in a state that, you know, uh, know, where teams can get momentum, then you're going to get those uh, types of uh, losses sometimes. Anyways, yeah, that's that's pretty much my number one thing. So we go to number two. I want to see the defensive side of the game not be so much as a struggle this year. I, I want to see uh, improvements in that. I don't, I don't want to see you know, teams uh, attacking a corridor far too easily and just leaving a very open forward line, making it really tough for players like Ben Mackay, uh, Josh Walker, you'd have to think, will play there. And I'm missing someone here, uh, Aiden Core as well. So we really want to put, um, you know, more pressure on through the midfield, particularly. Uh, we want to have those half forwards playing as a as an extra mid and as you know, and being accountable for, you know, the players that uh, are running through the, you know, those rebound defenders. So yeah, I mean, as much as uh, Kane Turner didn't get those goals and accolades uh, for being a match winner as far as, um, yeah, getting goal assists and so forth. He certainly did um, do the team things, and we probably kind of need that one player next year that's just going to do that as well. So whether that's like a Phoenix Spicer who could put, you know, he's got that little bit of pace that can put defensive pressure on, you know, those um, really key rebounding defenders, then, yeah, yeah, you're probably... You're looking at, uh, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of teams base their their game plan on uh, scoring from uh, the rebound fifties, uh, and and the way we uh, distributed our, our, our ball into the forward fifty was pretty appalling sometimes. And yeah, we, we don't want to make it too easy for opposition teams to you know uh, go through the corridor and score easily. So I want to see a bit of improvement through the defensive side of the game. Um, number three. 
Uh, I know we've only got two games at the MCG, but I don't want to have bad losses there. I, I still want to... Look, I'd like to see a win round one against Hawthorne, but at least a competitive... If not that, at least a competitive performance. It's... It's it's very important. It's um, yeah. I know we're trying to become a bit of an outside, faster team, especially for Eddie had. But um, you know, prelim finals and grand finals are played at MCG, and we don't want to just be a team. Or, like I don't mean to pick on Essendon, but I will. Like they're a team that's um, based their game plan on you know being a really quick, fast track team at Eddie had Stadium, and then when they get to the MCG, you know, particularly in finals, they've struggled. That's why they haven't won a final for fifteen years. So I want to see you know that we can play not just the MCG, but you know, on an open ground that's that's a bit slower and you know that's a that's a bit uh, there's a bit more dew and 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 it's a bit wetter that uh, we can still compete with the contested footy, not just try and. You know, win our you know eight out of ten games at Etihad Stadium, win four, at, and try and squeeze four more games, um, four more wins, so we can get an eighth spot finish. We really want to see progression uh, at all grounds, and 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 you know I talked about number one being competitive, but I really want to be competitive at the MCG. We've only got two games. I think it's Collingwood and Hawthorne, so and they're quite early. So yeah, we don't want to have um, you know. Games where we struggle, and we struggle to hit targets where it's a bit of a swirly wind, a bit more of an open ground. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, for me, I, the most important games are, are the ones that uh, aren't at Etihad. I mean, there's obviously one final, <coughs> sorry, that uh, might be played at, um, in, you know, uh, at Etihad Stadium. But um, yeah, when you talk about prelims and grand finals. You know, you, you really, you know, which is what we're building for, really. In in four, you know, three or four years' time, we really want to be that top four to six team where we, where we're going to be, you know, competing for, you know, a, you know, a premiership. Then, yeah, we're going to have to play uh, a lot of games at MCG in the future, and uh, yeah, we really want to see um, some good performances at the MCG. Uh, Number four, this is probably just not just North Melbourne. This is just uh, the game in general. I don't want to see games affected with COVID. I've seen it in the NBA um, recently. That's starting to cool down a bit now. And even AFLW this week, there was a game cancelled because of uh, COVID-related issues. So I'm hoping the next couple of months that it can settle down um, because I want to go to the footy and watch the best players, Uh, especially um, we're a rebuilding team. I I don't want to go play against Geelong, let's say, and they're missing their best 10 players and we squeeze out a win. I, I, you know, I mean, that's not going to achieve anything uh, moving forward. I, I want to see uh, you know, North Melbourne play against the best players and really test themselves and really challenge ourselves against uh, the best uh, that the opposition can offer. And I'm hoping that we don't get affected by COVID either. It's probably going to happen. I'm thinking you know, at least the next couple of months, I, th- I think this virus is going to stick around. So it's going to make it... Uh, you know, very, very tricky for a lot of teams. And they're going to have to rely on a lot of depth. Uh, have we got enough depth this year? We've probably improved it a little bit. But, you know, we, we don't want to rely on, you know, a 40th player on the list to, you know, be our, you know, be our, uh, in our best 22, I should say, uh, at the end of the day. So we, we kind of don't want to ruin uh, kids' development as well by throwing them in the deep end too early. They, you, know, you can still develop in the reserves and, you know, and, and build confidence and build belief, which is the most important thing. If you've got belief uh, 
in your own ability, then you can um, belief and hard work. If you've got both those ingredients, then you can um, then you can make a name for yourself in the AFL. Uh, and yeah, one leads to the, into the other uh, as well. So yeah, that's number four. I just I just want to see the you know best players, best games, and the best footy. Really, the best product we can we can see. Uh, number five, and the last thing is the second-year players regressing, like Powell, Phillips, Lazaro. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see you know, them really, if they're not pushing for senior spots, really getting, cl- you know, really getting close and, and getting senior games as well. Like, I don't want to see a Powell only play three games this year because he's formed so poor. The same with Phillips and Lazaro. Uh, I mean, Phillips, there's a lot, lot more pressure on him being a number three number three pick but uh yeah we still you know i mean powell particularly early last year was really really good and then he uh fell away and then missed missed the last six to eight weeks with the mysterious uh soreness injury that um put him out for the season but yeah i mean we've seen little snippets of uh powell in uh training where he, he did a couple um Fantastic things. So yeah, we're hoping he can, uh, prog- you know, really uh, push us forward and give us more depth in that midfield. Phillips as well, as well as Lazara. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't want to see Lazara come out of the team and Jared Pollock come in. Uh, nothing against Jared Pollock, but yeah, you know, we're a rebuilding team. Jared Pollock's probably a player that's really on the outer, trying to force his way in at the moment. So you know, uh, we obviously, yeah. At the end of the day, if you if you if uh, both players are, e- are in equal form uh, in the reserves, then you pick Lazaro uh, to get a game if if we need someone on the wing or half half back or half forward type of role. So I'll go through them again. So no smashings, number one. Oh, not 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 so much no smashings. Uh, yeah, three three plus smashings. We we don't want to see that. Uh, more improvement in the defensive side of the game. So we don't want that still to be a struggle. Number two. Uh, no more bad losses. No bad losses at the MCG. You know, at least competitive performances against Hawthorne and Collingwood. Uh, games affected with COVID. We don't want to see um, you know 30, 30 to forty um, players on your list. Number thirty to forty players on your list, um, but being a, a very influential and um, trying to affect games because at the end of the day, I mean. So some players are going to miss through COVID, but we don't want to see you know ten, fifteen players, ten or fifteen of your best players, uh, best twenty-two, I should say, um, not playing, which can affect the result and yeah, it makes for a bad product. And number five, the last one, the second-year players regressing in Powell, Phillips, Lazaro, uh, what's uh, Eddie Ford as well. We we kind of want to see uh, more improvement from him as. Also, and even Fanny Spice are really pushing for a senior spot this year. So they're the top five things I don't want to see. Uh, please tweet what uh, top five things you don't want to see in 2022. Um, that'll be really good if you, you guys can get back to me. I will uh, put this out on Spotify, oh, not Spotify, on uh, my Twitter page. And, and yeah, you can leave your comment below and even message me or, or vice versa. So, yeah. Anyways, I'll move forward to the women's game on Sunday at 3.10 at Nord against uh, the Adelaide Crows. So I've got eight keys, I think, that that we need to um, do to, or that are, are going to give us a chance to beat the Crows. So number one, 
we kind of have to break even in the midfield. You know, we've got probably the two best midfielders in the competition uh, playing here. You know, they've got Hatchard, Marinoff, uh, Phillips as well. They're very strong. Um, they're very strong across the board, uh, very even team. So we kind of at least need to break even. Uh, you know, we, we've got you know, a very good midfielder, Garner. Uh, Riddell, obviously, after last week. Uh, Brutton as well, you know, very good player. And we get uh, Gavalis. Gavalis. Let me know how you say that anyway. I think it's Gavalis um, back this week as well. So, yeah, that'll give us more depth in the midfield. So we kind of need to at least break even. So that's number one. Number two, get off to a good start. You, you play in a state and you're playing away from home against a very good team. You've got to get uh, off to a good start and get that belief into you that you can win this game. And try and at least, if not uh, leading, be close a quarter time. You don't want to be two, three goals down a quarter time. It's a long way back. And then, then the doubt just goes into the, into your mind and it's uh, you start thinking about... Uh, how hard this is going to be to get back into the game. So it's important that we get off to a good start. Try to lead. You know, I mean, last week we had a good start against Geelong, but we just didn't put the scoreboard pressure on. Uh, first quarter in particular. Yeah, well, it was the first quarter. We were only one goal, I believe, up. I think it was one two. I think it was one two eight to uh, naught. And yeah, we just didn't get reward for effort. You know, if we kicked at least one more goal against Geelong, it might have um, made things a bit easier for us. But uh, we made it, we definitely made it hard for uh, for ourselves after that uh, start. Uh, number three, the forward structure has to be better. Last week it was just I just felt like it was too compressed. Um, yeah, there's. The, and we didn't use Emma King enough, you know, didn't try to isolate her enough, you know, with her height. I, I can only remember one time, and that was in the last quarter where we kicked to her, put it out in front of her, and the defender panicked and started grabbing her jumper, and she got a free kick about 50 out. So, yeah, we've got to try and isolate her and get her in a, into better positions. Um, and, yeah, and get the Daisy Batemans, and uh, me, King was very good last week, um, get them to the, uh, to the feet of... Uh, Emma King as well. So that's yeah, the forward structure has to be better this week. We can't afford to have uh, last week we were long bombs and um, errant kicks into the, into the forward 50 because uh, the Adelaide Crows do have a very strong defence. Uh, number four, a four-quarter effort with no lapses like this. Yeah, we got outplayed uh, second and third quarter last week. Um, and we're probably, particularly third quarter, we're probably lucky that uh, it was only two points. We were only two points down. Yeah, if they got an extra goal, I mean, when they kicked the two goals in the first 10 minutes, and if they got another one, it would have been a tough way back in, into going into the last quarter. But yeah, they were. They, um, yeah, we struggled, you know, basically um, to sort of. Uh, Stop the momentum last week in the third quarter. Uh, yeah, we were lucky in the probably last five minutes. We, we kind of uh, got that momentum back, but yeah, it was um, it was tough work. It was tough work there for a period of time, and I felt like Geelong's structure going forward, even in the second quarter, they had a couple, you know, uh, opportunities to score, but they just didn't take them. And the third quarter, they they took advantage, and yeah, we can't afford to have you know one one bad quarter against Adelaide Crows. Otherwise, it's pretty much all over. That'll be too good for it. That'll be too good for us. So we've got to have good, you know, four quarter efforts if we want to try and get the win this week. 
number five, more of an even contribution. Can't rely on Riddell to get 35 touches or, uh, every week, although it would be nice. But, um, yeah, 35 touches is an equal AFLW high. So, yeah, I mean, we get a couple of plays back here. McCurney, uh, Gavallis, uh back this week. So that will give us you know, a lot more depth this week. I don't know who goes out. Um, it looks like Rennie's out anyway with an injury, so that gives Hamilton an opportunity, uh, like I said earlier. So, you know, if we can get um, if we can get more of an even contribution, you know, you look at Adelaide last week, you know, the, the 20 or 21 players were just... Um, they were all, you know, they were very even, basically. So, yeah, no real weak links. So, yeah, we need more of a, you know, I mean, I understand possessions aren't the be-all and end-all, but, uh, you know, you can do things like uh, pressure the midfield uh, if you're a half-forward, uh, and, you know, you can do, you know, tackles and spoils and all that, all those uh, sorts of things as well. So that's number five. Uh, number six, get the ball in the hands of Duffin and Kearney in the back half. Carney, sorry, uh, in the back half, who can use the ball really well. Uh, Duffin was just fantastic last week. Um, a, a ball use is, um, is as good as anyone in the AFLW. Just really makes smart decisions. And Carney is going to be that attacking halfback flanker that uh, we really, really need and is going to be dangerous when she's got the ball in her hands. You know she's going to use the ball well, so that's going to be uh, a bonus to have her back there. Just um, through it, even having you know such a strong midfield, that uh, it gives us that luxury of playing Carney in that back half. And you know, it wouldn't surprise me to, you know, if we need a goal or two that uh, she pushes up half forward as well. So, yeah, no... But, um, yeah, tr- definitely try and get the ball in their hands. And if we can get 15 to 20 touches of those two girls, you know, it goes a long way to giving ourselves an opportunity to, to hit the scoreboard. So that's what we want to do. So number seven, also try and get Duffin as a spare, like last week. You know, she just she was able to get in the hole and just, um, yeah, particularly in the third quarter when, the, when Geelong were coming on, she got in the hole a few times and just stopped there. So, you know, stop the Geelong uh, forward uh, taking an uncontested mark. So just just her ability to read the ball in the air and get uh, a two-on-one in the situation and also her ability to use the ball really well is um, is very important for us because the ball is is going to be in our back half a little bit more this week. I mean, there was uh, there for periods last week as well, but uh, with a str- such a strong team like that, like Crows, we, we kind of need Duffin... Um, to really play a big part uh, this week. And lastly, I think we really need our half-forwards like me, King, Bateman, to really pressure the midfielders and defenders. Uh, you know, we, we can't afford to give them easy possessions through the corridor and so forth. They, they're probably the most skilled team in a competition, Adelaide Crows. So we really need them to... Yeah, and all our small, small forwards and wingmen like Ashmore as well to really... Um, put more pressure on the good ball users the Adelaide Crows do have in the back half and through the midfield as well. And that can um, really help us uh, get the win. So we'll go through it all again. I'll go through um, the eight things that I believe are the keys to beating the Crows. So number one, have to break even in the midfield. Number two, get off to a good start. Number three, the four structure has to be better. Number four, a four-quarter effort. Number five, more of an even contribution. Number six, get the ball in the hands of Duffin and Carney. 
Number seven, also try and get Duffin as a spare in defence. And number eight, lastly, uh, just put more th- pressure through uh, the midfielders and defenders of the Adelaide Crows. So that's it for another episode. So I'm not too sure, like I said, um, I'll try and get an Adelaide Crows perspective on a game as well in the next couple of days. We'll, I'll see how we go with that. If not, I will do a game review on early next week. I'll try and get someone on for that, and we can talk more about the AFLW game against the Crows, hopefully a win. That'll be awesome, but um, yeah, we'll see how we go with that. Uh, anyways, all you lovely listeners, you all have a great weekend. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at hashtag Kangas. Uh, if you want to chat there, I will uh, send out a tweet. I want to see. I want to hear the top five things you all don't want to see in 2022. Um, you've got mine, so yeah, get on that. And yeah, don't forget to listen. You can listen to this on a number of platforms. You know, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and a, a lot more as well. So whatever you like to listen to your podcasts on. Uh, anyways, I will leave you all to it. So. Today's shout-out I will give to Will Phillips. Bye for now.